Three, two, one. Yes, we are on live. What a beautiful word um, we have here because um, it excites me to use the technology. We have free airtime. We have democratization of information and democratization of the voice. So nothing excites me more than um, the millennium where people found their platforms, people found their avenues to raise certain issues and also to find their voice. So thank you once again, um, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Vicky Astor, uh, GDM Metropolis Productions. GDM stands for a global digital metropolis and of course Singapore being the platform of the metropolis and you can find us on um, the Facebook group the platinum platform GDM Productions uh, that's by myself Vicky Astro and uh, it is 10:40 p.m. Singapore time and this is Good Friday we are Friday today bless God and bless um, everyone and and you know it has been such a, a, a transformation of history since 2020 to 2021 and then we are into 2022 um, how god has protected each and every one that we are still here and all and of course um, those who have left us in very difficult time, times in humanity which we must not forget history um, god will continue to bless their families so uh, without further ado i'd like to also give my blessing to Miss uh, Karen Alston, and she is live from USA, United States of America, Savannah, Georgia. And we are right here in Singapore welcoming you. Karen, tell us, Karen, how are you? I am excellent. And yes, to all the viewers, viewers, it is a good Friday. We are excited to be present with you all this morning. Thank you so much, Vicki. Yes, and uh, before we go into um, the formal session proper about the goals of today's um, uh, session, um, I'd like everyone who are with us to tune into um, either on Facebook, Talk About Life, okay, uh, sorry, YouTube, Talk About Life, or Facebook group, The Platinum Platform, GDM Productions. The Platinum Platform, GDM Productions, uh, GDM Metropolis Productions, and, and that's where you can find us. Um, you know, today, um, it's, such a, it's such an honor to have Karen again. This is part two of a very special um, uh, publicity promotion about what she does. So in the first um, episode, uh, part one last week, um, Karen uh, and I, we shared about almost uh, 50 minutes of what she stands for, her philosophy, uh, and what she does, and, and who she is. And um, would like people, all of you ladies and gentlemen, viewers, listeners of my podcast, please go below to listen to and watch uh, part one of uh, uh, Miss Karen about what she does, particularly in the arena of domestic violence. And she's also the national, uh, she's also nationally certified. So that's National Certified Advocate for Domestic Violence. And that's certified by the United States of America. National. Okay. So we don't, we don't, I mean, we don't play, we 
don't play around her. You know, she's like a person who's going to like tell you exactly. Take, you know, you got to take care of yourself, girls, and you got to make sure that you protect yourself.、Uh, you keep yourself safe, and you keep the people around you safe.、Um, and she's got a very important message. But before we even do that, a very important message.、Um, you know, we will talk about.、Um, Something、uh, casual now.、Um, you know, we are into April in Singapore.、Um, you know, it is summer all year round. You see the photos in Facebook. We are all we can all be in bikinis going to the beach at any time of the year, and it is a safe country.、Um, you don't get mugged. You don't get raped when you're in the street.、Um, and I think there's a lot of very strong women <laughs> here because you know. Um, I think there are women who really fight back with their heels. <laughs>、um, you know, this is a place where、um, I, it's very welcoming of、um, the international community.、Um, we have, we are an international hub, and Singapore is opening to the world with、uh, something we call vaccinated travel lane, whereby people, international、um, travelers, can come in with a certificate of、uh, vaccination. And、uh, with a self, and you can actually do your self-test kit、uh, with your self-test kit、uh, after you arrive、um, by yourself, and there's no quarantine or isolation needed unless when you arrive you get positive, right? So、um, I think、um, Singapore is opening、um, to the world again.、Um, any chance of Karen and husband? Visiting Singapore, this part of the world, Karen. Yes. <laughs> Tell us. Yes, I don't. I don't even have to think twice. Yes. Yeah.、Um, We would definitely be planning that. I think it's. I think it would be an awesome opportunity, very educational, and just to be able to go to a place so beautiful,、um, another another part of the. Of the world of God's creation, you know. Oh yes, oh yes, and and absolutely. Also, and also, we did talk about the、um, probably a global convention for humanity, right? We'll see、yes. where God leads us. Because I spoke to a couple of fellow friends, fellow podcasters,、um, Annette、uh, Rittenberger, and also I talked to that um, um, Ralph Ave. I say that hey, your job is to raise funds from sponsors. <laughs> And also, Karen. I mean, you've got to get the big companies, right? You know, just small people、yes. have to do. I mean, there is a saying. Okay, we pull our resources. Whatever we can, we will do and contribute. We raise our voice. We give our ideas. We champion a cause. People with the money, they put in the money. People with the sweat, they put in the sweat, right?、Yes. And that's how a, a, a house is formed. The brick and the mortar. Right, the nuts and the bolts. So、yes. um, let's let us pray about that and see where God leads us, Karen. And I'm so excited.、Yes. Um, and I'm really wondering if one day God put us all together and meet each of us physically, and then we、yes. all can have cafe at the beach. <laughs> yes. What a time! What a time that would be. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Okay. Yes.、Um, Karen, let's go into part one、um, of our session formal.、Uh, last week,、um, you spoke about your brand, and, and I and you remember I I said that you stand for survivorship, right? That's your word, 
That's a new word from the Webster Dictionary, the American Dictionary. Now, survivorship, and through survivorship, you gain freedom from the trauma, uh, freedom from uh, violence, freedom from people taunting you and your life, right? Freedom from threats, mental threats and physical threats. So we're talking about survivorship uh, and that was something I see that you stand for and you, of course you stand for uh, speaking up for the people's voice, um, women's voice, men's voice, people who are going through very difficult uh, domestic violence or in general violence, violence, violence physically or violence of the mind, right? People can crush you and look at what Me Too movement has done to a lot of girls or women like, because it took their power away and I face that too, you know? Not it's not, it's not it's not just sexual violence we're talking about. What about in a corporate company, right? When you are being shamed in public, for example, in an unjustified way or unqualified way, you your power is being taken away from you, right? Yes. I mean, there's many, many, many different ways. Now, violence doesn't work just within the four walls of a room in the house. It could work in a corporate setting. It could work exactly. um, in a school, right? Yes. It could even work on a virtual platform. Look at the social media, the trolls, the haters. Now, that's also violence inflicted on people in social media. So we're talking about violence in many different forms that is being, ev- that is being evolved as environment changes. So um, last week we talked about Karen being um, the expert in that area. Um, Karen, today we want to talk about part one about uh, your platform, but again, repeat what you stand for and then about your platform, what your platform stands for, Karen. The floor is yours. Yes, yes. Um, again, as speaking from an expert, speaking from um, a survivor, speaking as a person who has been through this and going from one level to another level, some days are high, some days are low, um, of really understanding what being a victorious victim on the road to survivorship actually means and what that looks like. and. So, as the CEO and founder of For the Jew and You Global, it was important for me to first look within myself and, and determine where were my weak points, where were my strong points. And just like you said earlier, Vicki, when we talk about the different types of abuse, it's not just physical abuse, but we have a sexual abuse. We have psychological, emotional, you know, and verbal abuse. And sometimes the words can, that comes out to degrade a person can hurt just as bad as when you physically are trying to attack me, you know, and the financial abuse of controlling the finances and even though I may be working in a corporate organist, uh, you know, corporate company, but then I'm not in control of my finances. Mm. I go, I make the bread, but I have no say so on how things mm. are spent, all of that. And yeah. so there are multiple forms of the, of the abuse. And yeah. so 
it, and all of that is so important in this. Um, definitely, I have went through just speaking from my own self of, you know, going from one abusive situation to another abusive situation until I actually got to that point where I was so sick and tired and I really had to just ask God, what is wrong with me? Yeah. What is happening? Why am I repeating this cycle? Mm. So when I come and I speak, it's important for the transparency of what has happened and then how and how I actually got back to knowing who I was. Yes, um, and and um, Karen, we talked. You talked about psychology, psychological violence, right? Words that inflict so much pain in you and gets into your soul and your being. Yes. And and that happens not only to children; it happens to adults, right? Yes. Um, and that and you look at some of these social media of situation whereby there are people, the trollers and haters, who really literally is able to tear someone down, even with just text messages. Um, yes. And it gets into you and it can really bring and crush someone's spirit, um, Karen. Yes, because you're humiliated, you, you know, it goes to a form of humiliation, you know, they're putting you down. They're trying to intimidate. And even with people of authority, that's what they do. They feel that sometimes because they are, um, you know, big corporate owner or they are a pastor or because they're a great actor, they're yeah. a great motivational speaker. And even when something doesn't feel good, but because they're such in power, they have that, mm. that stage of empowerment over individuals, then sometimes they can say things and whether it's wrong or right, people will gravitate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. causes the, the person where the triggers and all of abuse and all, it just makes you like, whoo, maybe I shouldn't say nothing about this. Um, you know, because they're saying if everybody's gonna believe what they're saying is yeah. so, it's so right, you know. So um, yeah, it's, it's that, a depriving... that's, that's uh, that goes into um, uh, like you're talking about someone in a person of authority. They're in a position of power, and yes. you are in made into a position position of subordinate in inverted commerce. And because you are in a you are in a more subordinate position. You have got less power. You are the weaker person. You tend to believe or submit or trust what the other party is saying. And that yes. gives the, you give that power away unconsciously already. So tell us yes. about, Karen, that's powerful. Tell us about your platforms and, and tell us about um, where we can find them. How do you develop and start it? What was the inspiration behind? Um, what's the philosophy and um, who are your target audience for these platforms and what are the takeaways and the stories behind uh, the people who are in it? So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a mouthful. Yes. <laughs> yes. So again, my organization is entitled For the Jewel in You Global. We are a 50C um, charitable organization nonprofit here. And uh, 
One of the reasons why I said it's for the Jew and you, because again, we talked last week about how individuals that wants to take total control over you, they begin to chip and chip so much away from you till you lose who you are. And that's the point of being the, yeah. where you become the victim because yes. they control the yes. way you speak, the way you act, where you go, yes. where you should not go, you know, when to eat, how to eat, what to put on, what not to put on, all wow. of those things happen in that whole, uh, whole that whole scenario there. And I've heard individuals where they say, well, he didn't hit me or she didn't hit me, but then they use the verbal abuse. And abuse to me is abuse when it begins to chip away your whole being and yep. you become that per that person's um, pawn to inflict yep. upon you, you know. And, yeah, and, and very often you don't even know it because it's subliminal. Right? Yeah. It goes and like what you said, it chips away your self-belief. It chips away your it kind of rips apart your identity slowly. Right? Yes. And you know something is happening to you. But at times you can't even identify yes. it. Yes. And I can remember that in some of our round tables yep. where um, Tell us. mothers and yep. their children have sat around my dining room table and began to discuss certain things that are happening in their life. And yep. I can remember one young lady, she was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize. She said, I did not realize that I was in an abusive situation. Mm. Tell us and about this round where, table. Tell us about these round table sessions that you've got. So the round table is started, and this is how I really went on to the to going from one uh, platform to another platform. Was um, we started around my dining room table. It was on Sundays, yeah. and um, a group of ladies would sit around the table because that's what what you do. The kitchen table is where you sit, you talk, you enjoy each other, you get to know wow. each other. Even the more when we talk about the old times when you sat at the table and mm. cooked. This is what we would did do. We would cook. They would bring in you know wow. their favorite dishes, and we would talk about relationships like I would ask questions like you know we would ask those questions because I was doing the researching on how when 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 someone does this to you how do you feel mm. and it became a safe place that we were able to open up and talk wow. about either the experiences that we were in or past experiences so it had to be a safe place yes in there must be talk. there must be safety there must be total trust there must be no judgment none and and total there must be yeah free zone total yeah. judgment free zone and then from out of that of those talkings i realized that enough of us were not speaking out against domestic mm. violence a lot of us were not saying no to this now when i'm talking about these round tables these round tables um, started um, over 10 years ago. Wow. Yes, sitting around the table mm. and talking and getting to understand what was happening and mm. why individuals would not come out also and ask for help. Or if they did go and ask for help, what was the experiences? Some would go to the wrong counselors where 
counselors would then take advantage of your vulnerability. Wow. They would take advantage of your hurt and pain, and then they would cause more infliction because yeah, right. that's when the sexual abuse and everything will come about um, because they're now, you know, and you're not healed. And then for you know it, you're, 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 you're again trapped into something because I went and I talked to this particular counselor or, or particular pastor yep. um, to try to get relief and help, but then they took advantage of what yes. I was saying in that vulnerable time. And then people closed back up again. So The trust uh, is yeah. broken. Um, you know, and Karen, I thought this is powerful and this is a natural and progression into what we're going to talk about in part two later on about workshops because you started off with a very powerful uh, round table where people feel that trust um, and um, to create and, and that round table you created an environment environment where people are willing to speak up without yes. judgment without and, judgment yeah without judgment and, I think and this is so important and encouragement to even yes. say to them you're okay mm. you are a jewel yeah. you're great you know so that, and then, right so and that dovetails yeah yes. so that dovetails into your platform the jewel in you right mm -hmm. where can they find this platform yes definitely we do have our website um so we are we do have our website and again i have to continue to tell the viewers that the number it is the number four for the jewel and the letter in the letter u for the jewel in you i wanted to emphasize the words in and you because it's within us each and I every see. one of us are okay. beautiful and we're wonderfully made you okay. know and then you yes. will see the notes either here or here description yes if it's the youtube it the description is here is on facebook the description is up here okay that's yes. your platform uh and we also have one. another one tell the, us but i'm also aware that i shall speak for you action you mm. know um and that's where individuals come together and they decide that yes i pledge that i will speak for her just by encouraging just by praying but i not only that but i would get the education so that i understand yes what the individuals are going through so okay. we have two platforms okay yes. tell us when um uh did the platform start and then um what's the target audience and how are they responding uh to your platforms and tell us a couple of stories from each of these platforms Yes, um, for the Jewel and You, we became actually incorporated um, in 2017. And I, but we first started out, um, we were actually known as Heavenly Stitches because I was like, we were stitched all back together. Oh, wow. And so we just started transforming as we started looking at what we need to do. And I want to tell individuals oh. it's okay if you have to stop and rebrand, yeah. refocus, um, regroup. So regroup, yes, you know, do a whole reformation, you know, do, do the right things for that. And yeah. so that's what's happened. And so, um, and so with that particular audience there, we do community events. 
for these people. I mean these are non-profit organization. Yes. Um, how do you get your you and your co-workers get paid? How do you fund your organization and how do you yes. fund these people who need the funds? I well, mean we're talking all, about we're talking about real here. We're talking yes. about you need money to buy food. Yes, we are completely volunteers. So there is no payroll. Oh, well, let's give Karen a round of applause with all your with all your colleagues there. Yes, there is no Yes, we do not have government funding and so the the we have we we depend so much on our um the public, the community that comes in and support us with awesome in-kind gifts. Some of them are financial as well yeah. um, in this whole processes, but we have, which um, we're excited. We do self-defense classes and awareness for teen dating violence, violence. We have like mom and daughter night out that they come out oh, and wow. they learn self-defense the correct way. Mm. Um, and how to use the tools that you know that are uh, that are recommended by our police department. We have ladies' nights out for self-defense for the ladies. I I, I immediately need you here. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes, you know, and 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 so they're not just learning the the tools, yeah. but they're getting the awareness, the educational pieces as well. Okay. We, have our annual... we, we will talk more about the tools yes. and your events at the part two. Okay. Tell us about, which is important because I don't want to lose any of this very important information because you're talking about tools, education, and some of these yes. things that, that people um, can learn from your platform. Tell us about the other platform. Speak for her. I shall speak for her. Yeah. Let me tell you, when we talk about really listening to know that you're going in the right direction. Yeah. I first started off with a podcast and it was going to be, in, it was entitled Domestic Dialogue with Denise. Denise is my middle name. Mm. And when revamping, you know, and we already know that, you know, we talked about last night, I have a true belief in God and, and his divine intervention. And he said to me, take your name off of this. This has nothing to do with you. Mm. And I was like, wow. And as I lay there, I came up with 
the survivor's heart. It's, mm. it's a group of us where we speak from our heart. The mm. survivor's heart. Voice to voice, the survivor's heart should speak. Mm. And during the pandemic, we couldn't get to people like we needed to. Everything shut down. Yeah. And so that meant that because of the pandemic, yeah. the violence was 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 increasing. just going out of control. It was increasing. Yeah. And so that's where the I Shall Speak For Her platform came out, where I said, I have to get um, use A social media. Platform. Yes, and build this platform more so that individuals will be able to share their yeah. their their stories and that they can they can see the transparency of it. And so that's where that came about. And I tell you, when I started, we started doing it, the within two weeks we already had 300 individuals that came forth pledging and they said I shall speak for her and the most beautiful part about it was not only were they women but husbands and wives came together and said yes put us out there we want to learn more we wanted to they wanted to learn more just not about the different signs but knowing what to say, how to say it, and when to speak to a victim of violence. Yes. Yeah, um, Karen, such a powerful uh, message that you've got and such a powerful uh, two platforms you've created. Tell us, um, are there two stories that um, kind of stand out among yes. so many of your, 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 you know, of your victims or the stories of survivorship? Are there two stories in particular? Yes, I I don't I don't know if I mentioned it on last week, but I but I'm so excited when I can see where there was um, I think I gave the eight, but there were eleven at the time that their mother their mother was killed. The time that mother was killed, um, the daughter was ten or eleven, and the son was like he was like eight or seven years old. But these were young children. And they came home from school and they found their mother dead. Her boyfriend had killed her. These young people have the have graduated from high school, going on to college. The, the first one was a daughter. Now the son is now graduating from high school and going on to play football. He has scholarships and everything. So when you see that even though something tragic happened to them, because of the love and the support and the counseling, to me to get them in counseling, to get the help that they needed and make sure that these children had even a more stronger foundation, now they are still moving forward. So they're like, they're not allowing that their circumstances to define who define they them. are. My goodness. Okay, tell me that how long did this take and what were the actions you took as an as as a support uh, group to support these children, this family? Definitely maintaining close relationships and contacts with the aunts. Um, um, with the aunts. 
making sure that I was available for any questions, going, uh, being invited to their church services, having the opportunity to speak and educate the congregation as well, um, making sure that I was there during the time when they did the visuals, to the um, for the for the funerals, you know, the homegoing services, and now we're talking about this because we're saying that you know, um, if we say that the oldest was like ten years old, now you're talking about she's at the age of where she's like twenty three years old now. Wow. You know, 22, 23 years old. So in that time framing, it takes it takes all of that to be there for them. Um, they also are part of our volunteers to make sure wow. that, and they participate. So which they participate. Me, which meant that you were really en involved and engaged at every part of their lives, either, I mean, at every touch point. Yes, yes. And the thing is that you are seeing them through different phases of transition and growth. And that yes. they continue to be able to stand and then stand stronger and then stand up and then stand up for others. Right? They kind of Ex grow. Exactly. And now they're because going you know, when you to have, volunteer to help others. Yes, because we're, and when, we, when we're talking about it didn't just affect the children, it affected their, it affected the siblings as well. And to get up and see and here, when we do balloon releases and we remember them doing wow. each month, and the fathers, the father getting up and saying, I forgive, you know, I forgive the other person for what they've done. These are powerful moments wow. to, to hear when individuals say these things because forgiveness is the key. There's no way I could do what I do if I did not first forgive my many perpetrators for what was done to me because the forgiveness is for me so that i could be free understand and look at myself so okay so this huge. yeah sorry to interject because it's, it's we, we i mean i should give another session for you this can go on i would love that to tell some of these stories so yeah this but, particular yeah. case took many years it took almost many like over 10 years and they and yes. she's just a typical example right she's just a generic example there are women of different um stage of violence they needed survivor support survivorship support and you are the one and your organization is the one that continue their particular journey no matter at which touch point they are so sometimes yes. they come to you, sometimes you go to them. Am I right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and because of our platform, mm. we have developed um, a trust where in a transparency, trust, transparency, and truth. I've used that. Trust, transparency, and truth. Mm. Where other individuals, when they hear that somebody is going through a situation, mm. they immediately say, call, call Karen, you know, let her, you know, and then I guide them. I guide them to the correct resources and the resources of what they the need. The local resource, right? The local resource. Yes. 
the local resources, and those resources can be anyway because we are global. We have the Aisha Speak for Her movement in Kenya, Africa. We have the Aisha Speak for Her in Rochester, New York, Jacksonville, Florida, Orlando, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, um, um, Phoenix, Arizona. So and we have connections in these different areas. Mm. So we so we build our foundation. So when they come through, we're able to even make sure we have the information that they need where they live at. Okay. So um, powerful. Um, I'd like to, I, I, I would like you to um, talk about the second story um, at the end um, of part two. Um, you know, we want to talk about um, this platform that we are trying to develop um, for Singapore or that they can use um, online wherever they are, um, like a workshop. Um, and the workshop in such a way that it's structured, um, there's learning objectives, there are certain activities, certain, certain um, uh, questionnaires, um, certain self-evaluation and of course certain speakers like yourself, talks, information, empowerment, and then the learning um, results, the outcome. So we want to make it such a, such a way that um, for people who are not in America, they don't have the touch points where you are in Savannah, etc, etc, et all these places. But if they do have a couple of hours, for example, if they are able to sit in and go through a particular workshop, they feel that they are armed with tools, with awareness, with knowledge, uh, and then they go away um, with this knowledge um, and they can further, um, I should say, share or spread the message um, and further create awareness. Uh, it's almost like uh, the tributaries of a river, um, yes. you know. So I, I'm just thinking that um, you have gone through this roundtable talks um, in the kitchen to having this develop this very powerful uh, platforms uh, and then having this tributaries already in America, the touch points that people could go to or people could call um, to for them to reach out to you, your colleagues, or for your colleagues to reach out to them, to follow through, um, to see if they are surviving through. I mean, there are lots of times whereby people seem to be surviving, but then they fall again. I mean, I'm very sure that it, it's not, it's not going to be like a successful smooth sailing situation that you meet them one time and they're going to be transformed the next day because we're talking about a very dynamic situation here. Yes. Um, Karen, um, yes. tell us about um, you know this workshop that we're trying to develop either um, for the Singapore audience or for your future audience. Um, tell us about what goes into or what can go into a workshop within a three-hour workshop about objectives and tools they can use for identification, um, awareness, um, understanding, education, and then prevention of uh, violence. Yes. Um, my platform in this area definitely has been recognition plus education is the key to prevention. 
And before I go more into that, you know, over the past few decades, you know, no one wanted to talk about domestic violence. It stayed behind the closed doors. You know, what happens in the house, it stays in the house, you know. And so, but so, so, through the, so, the, so during our, during our decades of times, you know, it's been discovered that family violence and domestic abuse have been, have now been being, is now being brought to the, to the forefront of our consciousness so that it's, so that we can think about it and understand what we want to do. And so all professionals agree that domestic violence is a very complex and, and it can take, it can take many different forms of it. And so a lot of a lot of um, workshops and, and and courses have been around the abuse the the victim, you know, on the areas on how to get out of them, um, how to stay out of them, and you know, and how to build you up. Well, in our platform, we talk about recognition. I always say. Do you have to see my bruises or my scars to really understand and know my pain? When you just normally look at me, can you tell that I am in an abusive relationship? Absolutely not. So first learning to recognize, knowing, you know, to, how can you see me? And that's where the educational piece comes in not just knowing about the different signs of abuse, but also knowing what to say, when to say it, and how to, how to say it when you're speaking to a victim of domestic violence. So this piece, and this is why recognition plus education is the key to prevention. We can't prevent nothing that we can't, we can't recognize or we don't know anything about. I can't hear you. So how do you recognize some of these signals? Where do the and signals so, come from? And, and so that's where the, the courses, the, the, the educational pieces are, are all about. Giving the different scenarios so that individuals can watch the individual's actions and then know how to perform. Um, Can you like, give us an yes, example? Yes, I'll give a great example. I am now also, I'm going to use this example because I'm excited about my next level. I haven't even um, put it out there yet. So your viewers are going to be the first to know it. I am now a, uh, uh, I am now a part of the National Professional Beauty Association. And they have a, they have a piece called Cut It Out where you train salon owners, hair salons and spa salons, spa, hair salons and spa salons, how you train them to recognize the different signs when a customer comes in to get their service. And so one key is like a lot of hairdressers may say, how's your day today? Or they, you know, they know you because they've been serving you for so long. And I may ask, you may ask them, you know, how's the child doing today? Oh, she may not be feeling, she's not too doing good. She's not, you know, she's having some issues. And then they go on to ask about how's your husband or how's your friend doing? 
and that person is very hesitant. Oh, things are not so good right now, you know, and you keep going. And then all of a sudden they, they trust you and they begin to open up what is happening. And so you get to a point where you're not just standing behind them talking, but now you move front to build that trust. So you come from behind your chair. And so you're now listening to the person. And that is the key to knowing to give that person your undivided attention, to listen, and then not do any crazy outbursts like, oh my God, oh my goodness, it's happening to you because now what you've done yeah. is you've taken the attention away from your client and now it's on you and yeah. everybody else in the in the salon can sure. hear this. That's not the type of environment that yeah. you want. That's really so you have powerful, to, yeah. Yeah, you gotta listen and then you, and then when they say they don't want to talk, you have to get to that point and say, I understand, but just know if you want to talk, I'm here. And then you have the necessary tools in your hand to hit, to give to them so that when they get by themselves, they get to the, the they get the necessary help that they want just by calling the National Domestic Violence um, Hotline and get that information so that it's key to them. And so you're not putting them in a box and you're not turning around and putting your opinion on, on them. Like, wow, that's, even that's really though powerful. that yeah. is so huge on teaching individuals that, also teaching survivors that. Because every situation is different, yet it is the same. The difference is where that person's mindset is at that time. Are they really ready to get out of it? And we have to be taught how to be, how to do that with real yeah. life scenarios. Uh, question, um, how, how do you identify that signal from a child? If a child has been abused, if you look at the Olympics um, uh, last year, um, a lot of girls um, came out, um, gym, gymnasts, came out to say that they were sexually abused by the doctor that was assigned to them when they were so much younger because they were young girls um, in, 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 uh, in, in a gym, gymnastic team, right? They need to go through a lot of medical checks and, and it was the doctor, right, that abused them. I mean, that was scary, right? And you hear them testify in Congress, the young girls. I mean, it's, you, 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 you read that huge news, right? Yes. So how do you identify these signals in children or in young adults that they they have been kind of um, manipulated in their mind not to speak for in many many different ways? How 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 do you do that? That's very difficult because when you're being abused, you 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 can it puts in a place where you can hide those situations. And I can say this, not from a gymnast, but I can say this because when I was being sexually abused by a person of authority and where people respected their professions, that inner child of you, that child moment that you're in, and I'm talking about at the age of 16. So 
when you've got people and your parents and your guardians that trust the person, you become, you withdraw. It's very difficult for, for, for parents to identify and see some of those changes. Mm. And so it takes on a role of where even though you're in a good environment where, you know, parents are saying, you can talk to me about anything mm. and all, even though they're doing all that they can, yeah. that child may still not, may still not say anything. Mm. Um, and that's where the strength in numbers come and mm. trying to make sure that there's a safe place for them. Um, and even I would even suggest my suggestion would be because of see I come from a place of what did I not have when I look back over my uh, traumatic experiences mm. where I have triumphed from them I look back and say what do I feel that I needed mm. and that's where these round tables come from where individuals are saying to me when I was in I wish I had this so even in that point of, I would say what, what, what I wish that I had was that a, a safe net. Yeah, it's, it's really almost you know, like you need, to, you need to have you know, we that. Don't, we don't think about counseling, that even though they have all these hours of training and training, yeah. you may not yeah, be the exactly. person, mom and dad, that they will talk to. So make yeah. sure that there is um, some cycle that there is a um, they can get that mental health check that's it they can get a mental health check with a with a person with no bias that they can talk to and they begin to say something's going on here yeah yeah get and that, mental that's health why, check that's why like what what you're talking about is so important because you need to first create the awareness in the huge environment, in a huge macro society, a huge community, in schools, in the public arenas, in 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 families, um, even with amongst girls, there must be awareness and there must be no shame in the first place. In a huge cultural change, in a huge um, environmental change that people should be able to identify e if they already am empowered am empowered with yes. awareness and with education that's what makes um, uh, you know domestic violence or violence or abuse you know slash abuse important that educational part of it by yes. the public by the general public and talking yes. about it makes people feel that hey i can identify that because i was going through all my girlfriend etc etc right so therefore yes. it really starts from that educational piece that you were talking yes. about and that and let me yeah yes and let me and, say this yeah. and that's why even when individuals come to me that's why on my board we also have a mental health advisor we have a psychologist on our board mm. that when individuals have speaking to me, I refer them to get the mental health, the mental health piece and, 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 um, um, yeah, get the professional, you know, yeah. that, that process yeah. so that it, so that it's designed for what, for what they need. 
Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. So, and, and so I'm so glad that came to me again. You, they have to have a mental health check. It's okay to have a mental health check with your children when they're in when they're athletic, whether there's a boy or whether it's a girl, they need to have mental health checks. Yeah. Um, tell us about um, in a workshop, because you've got the thing is that you've got such a vast experience and vast knowledge. How are you able to encapsulate all these things into like, um, I should say, um, uh, you know, bite-sized nuggets, right? For people to chew, understand, and then kind of like really think through um, and make them and make some of these concepts and tools stay with them. Because you are an expert, but how does it kind of how, how is it made in such a way that it can be encapsulated? And then, um, like a cookie cutter given to someone to empower someone in your class, in a, in a particular workshop, and then at the end of it, they say, I've got the tools, I've got the awareness, and I know I know the signals, and I, and I can take these things, and now I start a particular um, awareness amongst my girlfriends, my classmates, my co-workers in a company. How does that work, um, Karen? It's important to not reinvent the wheel. So mm. even after going through the workshops and getting the resources, doing real life scenarios and tools that you join in with an organization who's already established doing it. And there are organizations out there, like I don't reinvent, I join in, like for instance, joining in with the No More Foundation, joining in with the National Professional Beauty Association, joining in with their efforts, and, and, and then helping to make it spread that way can't hear you and yeah to, yeah enlarging yeah. the effort by joining um like-minded organizations like what Ex you said in a local exactly. context exactly exactly in a local context and also in a virtual context in a digital concept text right <laughs> because people exactly. can always call you and that's Zoom, what we're right? doing i'm not reinventing anything i'm just grateful that i'm i was invited to the table but it also keeps me to sharpen like you all are sharpening my tools. You're making sure that I stay on top of this. My board members, my volunteers, they they make sure that we are checking, we're checking everything. And Vicky, I've actually, I mean, I don't sound like it, but I have actually been, you know, um, going through um, um, getting my health back together since like November. I've just been in, I've been through surgeries and everything. But when you get to talking about this, it just brings up a different thing, you know? And so in this process yeah. is about my sabbatical time, making sure that I'm getting even more healthy. That's one thing I want to say when you're mm. talking about taking up different causes like this to make sure you're getting that support people to undergird you who are there to assist and don't come with any hidden agendas yeah in conclusion um karen uh, yes. i know this is like so compelling we should follow you um follow her in her facebook groups um 
Karen, um, is there any final takeaway? Like, you know, if, if someone is listening right now, what other takeaway? Is there a five-step, a three-step uh, tool uh, to freedom? I mean, yes. it's simplistic. It's simplistic, of course. Um, it's, you it's, don't it's, get into it. But is there such sounds, a takeaway tool? Yeah. Yes, just a tool because it's more to it. But one of the things that I could think about in order to be to um, steps to get out of this place, you know, um, this place of darkness to help you out. And I just truly believe that wherever there's darkness, the light still comes in. And so we want to continue to share that, to be that light. But a person listening to me, you have to stop all matters of self-sabotage, self-sabotaging yourself and limiting your beliefs. Because the, because the perpetrator, they have brainwashed you, they have, you know, they, you've, been, they've been, you've been manipulated and all of these things. So you have to start empowering yourself and you have to say, I can do this. I am worthy. You know, I am enough. I am a jewel. You know, those kind of things. And also, I had to get to the point where I actually had to stop blaming others for the situations that I found myself in. And so, be true to that own self. No, no one has the right to abuse you, but I had to look at it and say, what am I, what do I need to do different so that I won't get into this situation anymore? You know, being real true to yourself, you know what I'm saying? Um, because so often, you know, we kind of, we try to, we blame everybody. But there comes a point of accountability where we have to stand up and say, I I, I deserve better. I deserve and, yeah, better. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think you brought up the point about um, blame. Um, and, and because when you stop blaming, you take back that power. Because you start to stand up, you start to take ownership of your own future. But because yes. when you're blaming something, someone, some situation, you're blaming yourself, it takes the power of you because you're saying that this situation was due to something. But when yes. you say that, I own this, yes. I can do it. I think yes. that is that's empowerment by itself, uh, Karen. Yes, because an example, you know, I can't control my money because, you know, the, my abuser, always took control of my account. They spent the money, they did everything, and now um, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to control my money. Stop blaming that. Get the education. Yep. Learn I how can to do it. Yeah. balance. Get, Get the, the ownership back. Get that Take ownership back. back. Yes, yep. and move forward. And you know, um, I, you know, I always go back to God bless the child that has, his, has her own. I can remember and I'm gonna do it short because I can remember like I didn't have a place to stay, you know, just so much lights yeah. being cut off, always getting wow. evicted and all. And I remember going to someone and asking them, was it possible for me to come and stay with them or stay in their um, vacation home? And they were like, you can't, you, you why don't you go um, into an extended stay hotel? And I felt like, oh my God, I'm in this situation and they won't even let me come and stay with them or I can't go and stay into a place that nobody stays in. 
And do you know that was an eye opener for me to say, I can't get mad with them. I gotta take back control. I've got to do what I have to do in order to be a survivor. That, that is powerful because so easily you get into the situation, you will say to, why aren't they giving me the help when I need it most? And then you start another blame right and that yes. never starts because you never get out of that you never get that empowerment to say that i think i can do it and i can do it and and i think like what you say um getting faith is important uh, uh karen um yes. you are you are a person i can see that your platforms are faith-based um god has given you a lot of um energy a lot of drive a lot of inspiration in what you do um how much uh, uh, what's the role that faith plays in, in, in this part? In your life? In this part for me, it allows me, and I've always, I have, to, uh, there's a, there's a, there's something that I go through, just like I used an incident on last week. I had a call, and um, of course, you know, I've had major surgery, so I've been like really having to rest a lot. You know, just rest and do the things that I need to do so that I can be healthy. And what and what happens is before I when, even when a call comes in, coming in, I take that time to meditate. I take a few minutes to say, let me, let me hear God. And I always say, Lord, show me their heart. Let me know what what to say, when to say, and what not to say. I Let me see their heart. I, I go into that point. Because there may be a point where he may lead me to pray for them, mm. and he may say, this is not the time to pray. Mm. Just give them what they need at that point. And last week, he took me to a whole nother level in a certain situation to even after finding and listening to what they needed at that moment, it led me into the prayer and I was about to get off the line and he turned back and he said, offer them salvation. It blew me away. Wow. Now, you and know, I said, yes, powerful. because it doesn't matter what decision they made, whether to stay out of it or go back into that situation. I knew then that I had done what I needed to do on this, on uh, at, at this particular point in their lives, yeah. and that was and that was so huge to me. No, um, it's, it's powerful because you have to let God take care of that particular person because there's only so much we can do as individuals. I mean, even with your own family member, right? If you stay in the yes. same household, there's so much more. There's so much you can do. There's limitation, and we yes. and, and with God, and if they take that faith in them. Yes. They will find the strength. Um, they will find the strength. And then even if they didn't understand and I was, you know, and I leave it like that, I'm always available. And I have to tell the millennials, don't text me, call me. You know, the millennials, they, oh my God, this, this is just a tool. They text, text, text. I'm just, you know, yeah. call me so that I know that it's an immediate, it's immediate attention for me to, to pick up the phone and be there just to listen just to be that list that listening tool and so and it's also important that i have individuals around me who 
also believe in the power of prayer. So when I'm going down, they're lifting me both of my arms up and they believe in what is happening. The yeah. other thing is also this, I don't have to go to, to do conferences or uh, different workshops and platforms and, um, you know, and, and, and talk about Christ. Because I just believe that when you walk in the room, they yes. should automatically see the see light shining. You are right. There. Exactly. And so that when you speak, you they know it's coming from a different place in there. And so that helps you to adapt to your audience. No, that helps your audience adapt to who you are. <laughs> That's yes. powerful. That's powerful. Yes, um, it's, it's so huge for that. And. Um, and so that's so important. That's so important in in this in this quest, in, you know, in this. And so, yeah, and, and that's and where that, the forgiveness yeah. part comes in. When you talk about, I talk about that. You know, yeah. forgiveness helps free us wow. from these from this demonic spirit. It and, frees yeah, us. Yeah, and body. and forgiveness comes from inside. It comes from the yes. seat of the soul. And I think only God can undo that hurt. You know, yes. that ultimate hurt. And, you know, Karen, you brought up a very important uh, point that I would like to wrap up um, with this. We've yes. got over an hour, 10 minutes from you already. Oh, an, oh hour, uh, an hour of uh, 20 minutes. Um, thank you so much. But, you know, I think um, as, as a Christ follower myself, and you can see I, I, I try so hard to read the Bible every day. And, and the thing is that to me, it's so important because because it keeps you it keeps your thoughts right and then you try to keep your steps right you know yes. and I and I think that um, for example for someone to be reaching out someone in a victim in a situation to be reaching out um, it would to me it would be much better if they're reaching out to a right source quickly and the right yes. source meaning that, a source of help, like a platform that is faith-based, um, Christ-based, um, um, with yourself, like yourself, leading your organizations and your platforms. Um, not right. only that, um, not only that you are giving the tools to them in a humanly uh, fashion. Um, it could be tools from uh, from the police, um, the self-defense tools, etc., etc. But the philosophy of it, the spirit of it, um, the foundation of it is faith, um, and uh, is based. I think based on based on the inspiration of God, the inspiration yes. from God. I should say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and, and, I, and I have this. Yes, because that's huge, and it's based it's based on my faith, and I deal with a lot of different individuals from from different nationalities and yeah. different religions and all but i it's all about the light and sharing in them because of of that if, if yeah. that makes sense because yes, it's important that course. we reach all people i of cannot course. put myself in a box of and course say, of course we, we just can't do that you know and i follow um what I, I used to follow some of the things from and i have to give credit to um one of the uh, a coach and she was um Crystal Sanchez and you know and it's always about you know looking at things and to ending this of you know saying you know we 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 we, we have to really think about what we're doing 
you know, yeah. and when we're talking about that forgiveness and that that yes. we're learning, you know, yes. when we're talking about that, and that's that that's universal. Yeah, forgiveness and, is just universal. Definitely, and and yes. what what I'm trying to um, reiterate is because there are platforms. If they go, if they go to the wrong person, like what you say, they go yes. to the wrong psychologist or counselor, you know, just like just like a child who's gone to the wrong doctor. Yes. Right? So yes. because the platform is faith based, we at least ensure there's righteousness. We ensure at least there's rightness in what you do. Yes. So it is so important. I would say that yes. to everyone, you've got to be very careful in selecting whom you want to place your trust uh, with and to help you. Yes. You know what I I'm trying it. to say? Yes. Yes. Therefore, it's important, and it's important to when you find the wrong person to yeah. immediately because something is going to happen. This because you are a person like, of weakness. Not, you can't see what's happening right. around this you. Is not You're weak. Right. What that yeah. spirit will have been, that spirit will be on you, and you don't yeah. even realize that it has transferred within you, and you're back into the same situation. Or people but are exactly they're taking advantage are, of you. Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, I yes. mean, there's a lot of such um, situations um, in an unspoken world, right? And it's only years later that you realize that you are being raped spiritually yes. inside you. So, so therefore, I, I just want to reiterate for any viewers, any people who is a victim or suspecting that you're a victim because you have been ripped apart by someone's words, you've got to choose a right, righteous platform. Yes. And, and I think um, yes. people do have to make their research and their decision. Yes. I, I think that's very important. I mean, you, you hear stories about widows, um, you know, maybe the husbands died, you know, or the, 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 the husbands walked out of them and another person comes into their lives and take away their finances, they take away their houses, etc. Because the trust was wrong just because you are in that situation of need. Right. Yes, therefore, right. I want to reiterate anyone who chooses a platform, you have, yes. you have I mean, God, um, I hope that Karen, you spread your word out right, wide so that yes. people are ready to choose the right platform when the right platform. Yes, the, the right, right, the right and the right platform. Yes. yes. And then of course, because okay. it is a right platform and because it is faith-based, we reach out to anyone who needs help, regardless of faith, religion, color, where you come from, a country, or your language. Let's wear a righteous faith or righteous platform. Yes. So I'm late. trying to no, say no. both ways. Right, because you're dealing with somebody's life and yes. you're going to have to answer for that. You yes. know, and so we must remember that every difficult situation or circumstances is an opportunity to learn and grow. So I say to those who were in these situations, learn from what you what you've been through and then grow into that learn and grow from your mistakes of things that have happened because each lesson is an opportunity to strengthen your soul to strengthen your soul your mind your body mind and soul yeah so can you 
Karen, you're, nobody, you know what I'm trying to say. Mama, exactly. daddy, leaders, nobody has the power to make us feel anything yeah. without our consent. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I wanted to shine the light that um, a, a, a platform is good. A righteous platform is even better. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. A righteous platform, the right platform. And I know my, my my team members are just like, yes, yes. Because that's when I came into this year, I was telling them, we're reconstructing. Yeah. We're looking at our foundation. Yeah. We're, we're trying to see what is right and what needs yeah. to be plucked yeah. up. Let's yeah. pluck it up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm so, so excited. We can go on and on. Yeah, and yeah. On, because I can, I can, I can reach you. And therefore, like what I just said, it's so important uh, for our viewers to keep coming back to our guests. Because yes. to episode one, to episode two, and episode three, they know you better, layer and layer and layer. They get yes. to know you, your brand, what you stand for, and then they get to know your soul, right? Mm. So to me, it's so important. Um, uh, that we keep coming back to our uh, guests. I mean, myself in the platform, that in my podcast, I try to get my guests um, to come on again and again and again to peel that that the curtain back more. Um, you know, to get to the, the inner core of the person. And also for for Karen, we have come to this level whereby we are talking about. Um, the soul of your platforms, right? And, and then to me, it's so important for me to even want to spend time to you to, to want to like shine that light no matter how small our platform is. We try to, to have more people coming on board to, to put out this, this right, the righteousness out there to reach out to more people uh, who need help and also to get them to victims um, to let them know um, the help that they are trying to get because there's so many numbers there's so many platforms right they have to choose the right platform and not only yes. that the platform has got to market itself to reach it to reach out to, <laughs> I mean, right it's a it's a very dynamic situation um, righteous platforms have got to be given um, spaces to reach out to a greater audience yes um, exactly and, yeah. and even in this righteousness and talking about the different um community leaders that um i have a relationship and in our faith-based community yeah. and one that always sticks to me when one of the pastors has constantly said that he doesn't ever want to have another one of his members die due to domestic violence and he didn't even know wow. they were going through it and so i'm excited for the community leaders and and the pastors that trust in trust the jesus in me trust yeah. in me that amen. i'm able to go and speak to their congregations and yeah. uh, and work on it exactly. and, so, and to help build that platform because it's so important you know, the purity so important. the purity and, and the core of it is so important and um, that these resources are yes. sitting in the churches so that people get the right information, you know, and not paint a picture that this yeah. is okay. This yeah. is not okay. Yeah. 
Wow, that's yeah. that's really really powerful because you're, you're putting doing things right and doing things righteously together. So I'm so glad that we have got you, Karen, um, for for one and a half hours because to me oh this gosh. is deeply important. To yes. me, this is deeply important. I mean, we yes, should go is. on. I mean, if you if you would like, we could go on and on and on, uh, because not only are you helping victims, you're helping to save their souls, and you're helping yes. them when no one can be around them, but God can be around them. I mean, that's exactly. the most important and powerful tool. And the thing yes. is that. I will also want to reiterate that your platform accepts anyone of any faith, of any religion, of any color, of any income status, of any background, job status, of any um, uh, language, uh, even wherever they come from. There should exactly. be no discrimination at all. None and that's the love of God. Yeah, yes. and that's the purity and the love of God. And and I think that makes it powerful because we stand for acceptance and God's love because God has died for the world. For, for the yes. world, literally, regardless of whom you yes. are. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> regardless absolutely. of whom you are. And, and that's where the I shall speak for her came from. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to speak up. I, you know, and I can speak the way that I need to speak and I can well, do I'm it. I'm excited really. for you too. And, and do this. And so that is it, so that it can be done. It can yeah. be done and I can do it without fear. I can do it without shame. I can do it without ridicule. Yeah. And, to, you know, to me, it's so important having the the purity of the philosophy and the and the purity of the core value um, of your platforms. I am so um, honored to be associated with you, um, and I think um, honored to have God uh, amongst us. Um, even as we speak right now, I am very sure that God hears our speeches, um, and you know I hope that God will use um, us. Um, in a useful manner before we pass because you know our road is just limited our journey on this yes. earth is just limited and um, yes. is there a final you've got another story right i told you to and maybe we have to leave that for another occasion because <laughs> yes. you've got so yes. much stories that you can share with us um and and of course all these tools and of course the objective of this uh, podcast interview uh this podcast uh, publicity um, it's all about Karen Karen's platform and the uh, workshop that we're working on so that we can empower more people with awareness and empower more people with the message that they can identify situations to help other people directly or indirectly am I right Karen absolutely and when I talk about stories and I say, go to my platform, um, Voice to Voice, The Survivor's Heart, because that's where individuals are invited to share their stories, their success stories, to talk about you know, how they were here, how they got from the bottom, from the pit, to now they're out wow. and they're living successful stories um, there, because sharing your story is huge. It's a it's an empowerment thing. It's a powerful, it's a powerful thing, you know? And every time they do this or they speak on it, it's an act of bravery. 
to help somebody else who does it for whatever circumstances don't want to come out and speak and people don't they don't have to do this so for us who can stand for you and speak that we will do you know and but the point of it is that even in my story i had to own my story it took courage to do this you know because i wanted to get rid because when i was in that dark place Jesus came in the dark place. And, and so I want to let individuals know that even when you're in the dark place, that's where he shines the brightest. Because you're saying, I can't do this anymore. I'm so wow. tired. And I'm and then my fear, you know, can I add, I want to add this really quick. Even in this time, you know, when I was, um, and when I was going through the surgery and I heard him say that even the doctor had to go in and he had to use the scalpel to scrape th certain things away from me that was causing me to be physically ill. God said that for this next journey that I'm getting ready to go in, in this battle, in a serious war battle, of, 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 of the battle, a war, a, a war battle with domestic violence, because it is a war, that I had to be reminded that he needed to also begin to use his tools his scalpel to scrape things away from me to prepare me for this battle. Because the battle is not ours, the battle is the Lord. And Jehovah Gabor oh, is the God of war. He comes to fight those things. But when they talk about the fight of it, is to be prepared that when I go, when individuals are coming in, that I am protected. And that that is within me will also transition into them so that they find a place of safety. That when they can't pray for themselves, we're able to pray for them. When they can encourage themselves, we know the right words to encourage them do this through this journey. And even if they go back into that situation, they still know that we're praying for them, we haven't given up on them, and we and we know that they will have that they will get the victory. Wow, that's powerful, Karen. I mean to encapsulate them that as the highlight of your session. I think you I mean there's no words I can describe. It's just power. And amen, amen and amen. Uh, uh, to that, um, you know, without God, um, a lot of us, we would not have arrived at where we are right now because of the power of, of you know, Him being behind to push us through uh, many situations. Yes, you just said that. It's it's about, you know, it's it's about, you know, my story isn't over. I get to choose how I want it to end, you know, and then. The only way that I got through it was I had to, to get through this. I had to press through it. I had to push through it. You know, you know, even when people are saying, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you're telling this or that, I had to I had to make a choice and to say, I'm here to help others go through what it needs to be done. You know, and so Thank I do these so things much. now wow. in memory of my mother. Lucille Tanksley, in memory of her, 
She passed a year ago in February. Wow. And the last thing that my mom said as she was holding my hands, oh my she God. said to me, don't give up. Don't let go. Keep holding on. I didn't understand what she was saying to me until I got really more quiet. And as she was holding my hand and my mom said to me, hold on, don't give up. And so I continue to do the things that I do because of the foundation and the mantle that she's left on me and my sisters. And, I, and my mantle is different, but I know that this is, my, this is my purpose and my journey. My mother was a praying mother and guidance and she was on every step she was never ashamed of my story she was always there to support in every aspect every step that i took and so i'm grateful because even though she's gone even during this um good friday and resurrection week yeah. it is because of her dying that now even more has been instilled in me that I can make this, that I can make this. And so I relay that and when the word of God says that I knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. And so I say to victorious victims on the road to survivorship, don't give up. Wow. Look inside yeah. yourself Karen, and um, find your strength and yeah. your truth. I would like to dedicate this session to your mom and also my mother. Um, my mother has gone to home to the Lord um, in 2015. But we'll talk about that in our future yes. um, sessions. Thank you so much, Thank Karen. You. It's always such um, you know, a, a session with you that goes like a blink of an eye. You know, I hope I can always do something with you. Now, let's talk about that. Um, uh, after the podcast, let's see what we can yes. do um, together um, using my platform. Um, thank you so much, Karen. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap this up. We started off with Karen talking about her brand, her philosophy, and then she shared with us a story and, and also the two platforms, two and three platforms um, that uh, she has shared. Um, and you can find the link the links below here and above there um, go to her platforms um, and I personally want to um, also um, make a shout out to your platform and, and this is what we do because I very quickly I can identify when I first met you at the international summit uh, you will be someone that I would like to highlight quite a lot um, and, and also through these sessions with you um, you know as we peel off that um, you know that iron, the onion, you know the onion peel. Uh, we are getting to the core, um, and, and I think there's so much um, to talk about as we get into the core, um, which is made up of the faith and the soul. Um, you are touched, I can see, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think that um, there is so much to share because we're going into this core thing and i think i can see that and i think the viewers and speakers uh, viewers and listeners can 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 uh, see for themselves you're speaking from the place of uh, purity 
you know, um, that God has given you this inspiration and the energy, the motivation to do this again and again, over and over again. And not, not many people can be doing something over and over again without pay. <laughs> you know, so I, I do think that God has called you to do something. Uh, and this is what uh, you are called for. Um, you know, and the Bible says that we are called uh, and we are given a lot of talents, right? Uh, teachers, um, pastors, um, you know, a lot of, God has given a lot of talent. And we are supposed to use these talents uh, to live the word and answer to do God's word. And I think uh, we can see that in you. And I'm so glad that we have connected um, through this um, digital platform. And, and I'm grateful uh, for the opportunity to be able to shine more light um, in a very humble way. You know, you know, we need God to take us to the digital world to places because we don't know where we're going, right? We're just on and clicking and God is going to like put us through so many channels and let people discover us, right? Yes, so, yes. Um, and I would think that getting the message out and marketing it is important because people take less time to dig through the kind of the rubble of the internet. We're talking about the internet or the digital world, but there we are just being piled with a lot of trash, actually. Yes. You should know that there's a dark web, that people making uh, use of the tools of the internet, that people making use of the tools of the digital uh, world to reach out in a very bad manner. Um, yes. So I think it is very important to push all these things and these distractions aside and I would say that they're not just distractions um, they are there to mislead and to misguide people and that makes our job much more important as our, uh, God's uh, children uh, makes our job much more important because not only we are reaching out to uh, people like your platform victims but also reaching out to people who need uh, to see the light when the world is getting darker really um, yes. we're going to spaces where um, light is being uh, quashed uh, with a lot of hard work from a lot of people who is not leading that righteous uh, manner so i think you know where what i'm talking about uh, yes. It makes it so much harder to go out because you're, you are being piled on uh, above you um, a lot of trash in the digital world. It's yes. getting harder and harder to get the path right. I mean, it's almost like Ukraine, right? You've got all this rubble and then you are trying to push all this rubble away to get the path to the people. And then this rubber is going to pop, uh, pop on you again. And then you're trying to reach out. And then people are trying to find a way to reach to you. So I yes. think it's very important for us to um, keep doing, uh, Karen, keep doing what you do. And, and in, yes. my, in my little world um, that God is trying to magnify, um, you know, yes. the digital world is a huge world, but you know, God has given yes. us tools in the digital world um, to... To, to at reach least, the masses. Yeah, to reach the masses. And our job is to get it right. 
and yeah, and right. of course stand firm and get ourselves established in righteousness. Uh, and yes. I, I think that's so important. And thank you for your message in at so, so many much. different level, um, Karen. Um, it's been such an enlightening uh, message um, that you have shared, and also such an enlightening uh, message um, from the core of the soul um, of what you do. And I think um, the time is so well spent on so many different level, uh, on so many different levels, and and people who discover this, they really discover the jewel in them. Yes, yes. Would you like to wrap up, Karen? Um, the floor is yours for the next ten seconds. <laughs> I just want to say again to you, Vicky, thank you for the opportunity. Um, to have this platform and I look forward to us doing greater things um, in the way that he would have us to do um, in that part and I and it is my prayer that as we do these that someone that this has made a difference in someone life because it says that if I can just help one person along the way then I know that my living shall not be in vain as each one reach one we can get the job done. So I, you have touched my life and I hope I've touched yours. Yes. So that's the objective yes. of God already. So yes. Karen, you know, we should talk offline. Um, we will. Yeah, we will talk <laughs> offline. Um, definitely. And definitely um, this will not be the final um, session that the audience will see of you. I'm very sure you will be coming here more often. Um, you know, yes. to reach out to an international audience. Um, uh, Thank you so much. Yeah, I will talk about it offline. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think we do not have enough of Karen, right? Yes. <laughs> I get enough of Karen. <laughs> I don't think we get enough of Karen. We need to have her back and we need to strip her, you know, and then we need to get into the core. And then we need to even continue within ourselves to uh, polish ourselves uh, with God's word um, into the purity that you know he designs for us and he desires for us so yes. thank you um, Karen ladies and gentlemen thank you so much yeah thank uh, you we will hear um, and see Karen again we never have enough of her um, you know because I'm gonna press the button and she's gonna go on for the next hour <laughs> <laughs> which I love, you know, which I love because there's so much of sharing, there's so much of understanding, and, and for me, um, there's so much of connection. You know, back to the basis, like I, I always like to um, have uh, uh, to develop a deeper relationship uh, with my guests, and now you've become my friend, you know, and also yes. you have got a very special, um, godly uh, relationship. Um, yes. I think I think there is, uh, and we can always, and we should always make use um, uh, of our platform to do God's work. To do God's work. Exactly. Um, that, we are called for that, no matter how small. Um, no God matter is going to magnify. Exactly. Yeah, because that's His job. Wow. We just have to put in that seed and the water, and the God is going to make it grow. Yeah. Thank yes. you so much, Karen. Um, Thank you. And. Um, Again, everyone, uh, have a great evening in Singapore and 
in the United States, all around the world. Continue to have a great day. Yeah, it's a uh, 12, 15 a.m. It's a Saturday morning. Here, it's still Friday. Is it Friday? <laughs> or is it Thursday there? It's still Friday. It's Friday or Thursday? No, today's Friday. Good Friday. Friday. It's Friday morning, right? You know, yes. Saturday. Well, I'm we're at the lunch hour now. Together. We started in the morning. Now it's after 12 o'clock. So. Yeah, great, great. Yes. I hope to, I hope to visit the U.S. again. Um, the last time Definitely. I was there. Oh my goodness. Yes, come here. Yeah, yes. I, the last time I was there, um, you know, I went Vicky, to California. Yes. I went to California. I went to um, Las Vegas, um, Anaheim, Disneyland. Uh, that's not representative of America. <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> you know, my, my, my husband has been to um, Ohio, um, and a couple of places. I don't know where he has been. Um, you know, definitely we should connect um, yes. and we must connect um, and also right. um, let's see where God leads, um, you know, um, the direction is uh, for him in his will. But I do see that we must do our job, you know, yes. um, we have got our, our job cut up for us in this world. and. Thank you so much, Karen. Um, we'll talk Thank offline. Thank you. We'll talk and offline. All the best. Yes, all the best. And ladies and gentlemen, that's um, Karen Alston, Karen Denise Alston, uh, Miss Karen Denise Alston, all the way from the United States of uh, America. Uh, and she is live from Savannah, Georgia. So we'll need it's to find really out more best. about the geography next time from you. <laughs> all right thank you so much thank um you. yes almost two hours from karen we never have enough for you so don't run away we'll come back to you again bye thank bye. you bye, -bye.